This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R. We work out our bodies. Let's work out our minds. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo. Get that 10% off your first month. You're like, what is BetterHelp? Why would I go there? Because it's it's online therapy, baby. That's right. You don't have to sit in traffic. Uh, It's cheaper. It's international. So wherever you are in the world, your therapist can go with you. And you don't even have to sit in an office. The best thing is you can do this from your phone. Uh, You can text. You can call. Within 48 hours, they're going to match you up with your own therapist. Some people have their own chef, their own personal trainer. You get your own therapist. How cool is that? And here's the best part. If you don't like the therapist, you can just find yourself another one. You know, They will match you up with another therapist. Because I have friends who are looking for therapist right now and they're saying how hard it is to find one everybody everybody got a therapist now it seems like nowadays so get one and and if you're one of those people who are like well my life is good everything's good i don't need a therapist that's why now is the time to get one because when life hits the fan and and inevitably it does right uh that's not the time to look for a therapist because it takes time to build rapport to connect for them to know your backstory, for you to feel comfortable. So get a therapist now, somebody that you can talk to, build a relationship with, and then you can take a break. But then you have, you know, you got that therapist in your pocket when things do hit the fan, when life does punch you in the face. And then you got that, now it's not even a therapist you're calling, it's a friend, but it's a friend who's gonna, who's gonna like make you feel safe and secure and hold all your secrets and, and show you how to grow and get unstuck. It's, it's the best friend in the world, right there in your pocket, on your cell phone. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo. Get that 10% off your first month now. Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Uh, today's guest is Leo Flowers. It's me. It's us. It's you. Hey, guys. How's it going? How's everybody doing? This is the Thursday podcast. If you've never tuned in before, I usually post on Mondays episodes with a guest, but on Thursdays, it's just you and I. It's just you and I talking. And uh, there's a few things I'd love to talk about. Um, There's sometimes a script. Sometimes I ramble on. I don't know what this is going to be, but uh, it's always going to be interesting and fun and something that uh, we can all learn from. I promise you that. Uh, all right, so with that started, I do want to talk about or, O-R, versus or, O-A-R, like like when you row, row, row your boat, that kind of or. Because as I've shared a million times, you all know, I struggle with uh, addiction, food, binge eating, and right before this podcast, I, I just left a place where I called Stretch You, where I get stretched once a week. And I was leaving there. And on the way home, I said, you know what? I want to go get some, some chips and some food and, and like get like a pound of peaches from uh, uh, Costco and eat all the peaches and, and then eat all the chips. And get this, they have these massive bag of pistachios. I'm going to eat all of those. And then stuff myself and fall into a carb coma. And then I thought, or I could record a podcast. And 
I was like, oh, yeah, there are possibilities beyond my addiction. Like the addiction is the is my default setting. But if I can pause long enough and look at it or sit with it, invite it in, be like, hey, addiction, how's it going? And, you know, addiction is like that neighbor that it's, that comes over and, and wants to ask for things and, and demands things. It doesn't mean I have to give it to them. My, my neighbors are always asking for stuff. And sometimes I say, no, you can't have it. Or we don't have it. Or we do have it. I just don't want to give it to you. I don't want to lend it to you. I don't trust you with it. Whatever it is. Um, and so it's the same thing with the addiction. It's like, I forget, so, you know, I know... Um, some people call it the black red dog. Um, but there, what what was the other, I forget the other name for it. But anyway, um, that word or, O-R, it's powerful because a lot of times when we are emotional, when we are ruminative, when we're not really connected with our body. We feel like we have only one option. Like this, this is it. If I'm thinking about it and I'm feeling it, then that, that must be the only, that must be the solution. The food, the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, the, the ending my life, like that must be it. Right. And the truth is there, there are at all times, an or, an O-R. There are options. There are possibilities. There's a book I just read, and let me write this down, called The Midnight Library. And this girl is, uh, she, and I'm not giving anything away because it happens in the first episode. Why do I feel like I talked about this already? I may have. And She's about to end her life, or she, she attempts to end her life, and then she ends up in a place called the Midnight Library. And there's like millions of books, and the idea is that every book holds a different possibility for how her life could end up. And we forget that we each, each one of us has a Midnight Library, that we have this library of ors, of O-R, of possibilities, of, of other worlds, of, of potential. And because maybe we have been experiencing the same thing over and over or doing the same things over and over or feeling or thinking the same things over and over and over again, we think, well, th- this must be it. It's like when I was in Thailand and they had the elephant going in circles and the elephant went in circles because that's all the elephant knew. And the elephant had no idea that there was such a massive world beyond the circle that it was encompassing. You know, animals born in a zoo who are, you know, are never let free. They, they think that that is the entire world. And, and what's, what's remarkable about that, though, is that there's some animals 
who are aware that there's way more beyond the cage they were put in. And, and those are the ones who fight back. Those are the ones we call aggressive. Those are the ones we call non-compliant or oppositional or defiant. But those are the ones who are aware. They're like, yeah, I have more possibilities than this. This is not, these aren't the only three trees in the jungle. <laughs> there's, there's way more fruit in life and, uh, and change and terrain and weather and climates and other species than what you're exposing me to. There has to be more to the world than uh, kids on a school trip, you know? And so recognize your or those moments where you're like, oh, I have to do this again. Or whatever that or is. Yes, you could, you could end your life or you can encourage someone else to live theirs. You know, one of the cool things that I heard was, when we encourage other people, it gives us courage. That word courage is in encourage. How beautiful is that? When we encourage others, it gives us courage. So when you're, when you're struggling to find that or, then then that or is in being of service to someone else. Because, you know, when we're, we're, when we're you know, ruminating and having those obsessive thoughts and in that pain spiral, we're thinking about ourselves so much. And we forget that we can be of service to so many people, whether it's in person through, you know, mowing your neighbor's lawn or, when you go to the store, ask your neighbor if they need something before you go. Or just checking in on someone, saying, hi, you know what? I was just thinking about you. How are you? We have, there's so many, going back to the Midnight Library, there's so many books on the shelves of possibilities, of potential, of ways to be of service. Whether that means you blog or vlog or you share your struggle. Right. That's all this podcast is for me. It's like me saying, hey, here's something that I struggle with. I struggle with addiction. I struggle with suicidal thoughts, uh, depression, anxiety. And I want to share that with you all because you know, it reminds me the fact that we have so many listeners and the listenership is growing that I'm not alone in feeling like this. And then it's cool for you to learn that you're not alone in feeling the way you feel either. We're not alone. I'm not alone. You're not alone. We're not alone. We're together. How beautiful is that? So, you know, when we're trying to find the courage, that's when we can encourage others. We, we can encourage our community, our friends, our strangers, our, uh, our enemies. It's a, it's a, opportunity to be of service and 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 you know i talked about or versus or o-a-r because if you know michelle and i we went kayaking and 
you know, you have to have, you know, I have two, uh, you get weeds, you get one paddle. I think it's called a paddle or, or, right. If you go rowing in a boat, you get two oars, the things that help push you through the water. If you, if you don't have any, then you're, you're just kind of at the behest, at the whim of nature, wherever the water takes you. And that's not fun because we know as human beings, we want agency. We want to feel autonomous. We need to have an aim, a purpose, a direction. And without oars, we don't have that. Right? If we can't put those oars in the water, then I can't row towards shore if that's where I want to go. Or I can't row out row out into the vastness of the ocean, of the sea, if I don't have an oar, unless the water decides to take me there, unless the wind takes me there. Or some like massive whale just takes the, the kayak on its back and takes us out there which would be kind of cool or we get pulled by like a a giant octopus out into the ocean but we like to feel like we have agency autonomy like we like we're we have an impact and influence over the direction of which our lives are going which our treatment is going which our our relationships and our work is going and if we don't have oars, then we feel helpless and, and then hopeless, right? Helpless that we can do anything about it and hopeless that if things, you know, go south, that it's just not, it's, nothing's going to get better. And so we both, we need an oar, we need the oar, we need to remind that we have oars, the ORs which speaks to possibility. And then we need to remind it that we have ORs, O-A-Rs, which speaks to capability, right? When you have the ORs in your hand, if you're rowing in a boat, all right, so now we're capable of, of guiding the kayak in the direction that we want and at the speed that we want to some extent, right? Because the, the waves could be crashing in, the wind can speed us up or slow us down, that kind of thing. The, the weather could, all of a sudden it rains and lightning, and we have all those things to contend with. But we feel like we have some agency, some autonomy. So when we think about the ORs, O-A-R, the capability what 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 does what does that look like in real life? That's it's like being able to reach out to other people. We're capable of doing that. We're capable of calling someone, of connecting with someone, of saying that we need help. We're capable of that. We're capable of helping someone else, of being of service, whatever that means, however big or small. We're capable of that. We're capable of prayer and meditation, journaling. Uh, uh, we're capable of, you know, 
seeking resources, of being creative, of collaborating with other people. You know, that's the beauty of that people talk about, you know, how horrible social media is. But the beauty of social media is that it gives people in remote places. Because, you know, I, I look to see where my listeners are, where you are. And I, I can tell some of us live in very remote places, very isolated places. And the Internet allows us to connect and find our tribe online. And, yes, you know, meeting in person and being able to hold and hug and shake hands with someone else, that's powerful. But if connecting online is, is the best we can do, then that's the best we can do. It's about what, what's the best we can do with what we have right now, today. So the, the or, O-R, is reminding us that we have possibilities, that there's more than what we think and what we believe. And if, we, and if we're struggling with the O-R, what are my possibilities? That's, we can call somebody and say, hey, can, can you help me with these ORs? I, I don't, I'm struggling to find other options here. It's, I feel like this is my only option. This is the only way out. This is the only way through. This is the only way to deal with it. that word only. The word only is, 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 um, is com- what's the word? Combative, contradictory. It's, it's at odds with the word or. Only is, it makes it sound like we have just one. Like there is no other way. But or, wow. Now that, now we can zoom out. And then going back to that OAR, the ORs, that, that speaks to our capabilities. And sometimes we forget what we're capable of. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves and remember what we're capable of and what we've, what we've achieved in the past and what we've accomplished in the past. The times we've been resourceful, the times we've been creative, the times where we thought this was it, it was over, it was the end, we're never going to come back from this, and then we did. We did come back because we worked and are capable. I love that word or or versus oar. And the beauty of encouraging others to help you also then find courage is that they then start to return the that favor, that feeling that you start we start learning more about ourselves through the process of helping others. And it becomes a beautiful thing. We start remembering our strength, our power, our purpose, our direction. All of a sudden we go, oh, wait, wait, the sun, the sun's over there. Okay, so then I need to go this way or the, the moon comes. Okay. We start to find our, we start to find the, the, the star, the north star. 
and we kind of get our bearings and we go, oh, okay, take a break. It goes back to me being in a car and being like, oh, I'm just, uh, I can only, all I'm thinking about is, you know, buying these foods. Then I go, or I could be of service. So when we encourage others, we find courage. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, and and I want to, you know, I also want to leave you with this. Uh, so a lot of times our, our, you know, we have a plan, and this is where we get discouraged, right? This is where we get discouraged, is we have a plan, things are going according to plan, and it really bums us out. I love that word, bum, right? Oh, I'm really bummed out. Is that such an old-timey word? I really got bummed out. Oh, what a bummer. I love, <laughs> I got I to gotta use that word more. What a bummer. <laughs> um, and what, and, and, and a friend shared this with me. When, when things don't go according to our plan, when we are, when we feel disappointed, right? Disappointed. We had a, we had a point that we were trying to make and then we were disappointed, thrown off. Yell these words out. Plot twist. Plot twist. Right? Because when we watch a movie, the, you know, the, the action, the hero is always trying to get a thing, trying to achieve a thing. And he thinks he understands all the rules. And we as the audience think we understand all the rules. And then at some point there's a betrayal or something is uncovered that neither we nor our hero or heroine uh, was aware about. And then it, it, it throws us off. It, it sets us back. It seems like, uh, it seems insurmountable, this new uh, revelation. And what they call that in, in movies and even in books, are it's called a plot twist. Where it's like, wait, what? Now what are we going to do? It's that, now what are we going to do? It, you know, it's like um, you, you, you're you going for a job interview. The job interview is all set up. It took you a long time to get this. Maybe you're on, on unemployment. You really need this money. You've sent in a resume. You've done everything you possibly could do. And then you get to your car, and it's been towed plot twist you're like oh my goodness I, I how like i can't believe this and the car got towed so what are you going to do or we could sit there and cry in our hands or we can say all right I, maybe i got to catch a bus maybe i can ask a neighbor to give me or this comes this goes back to oars i could i could cry and say everything is over my life is over i'll never find a job or I can look at what I'm capable of, and I'm capable of maybe catching a bus, hitching a ride, asking a neighbor for a ride, taking an Uber, riding a bike. Uh, if we want to get illegal, we could steal a bike, steal a car, right? The, the, the point is, <laughs> so I didn't say all the options would be legal. I'm just letting you know, 
there are options out there. And when we take that breath and we pause and we step back, maybe we even call a friend and say, hey, here's my situation. What would you do? How would you handle this? Maybe we can call the employer and say, is it possible for us to reschedule? My car was just towed and I have to go get it out the pound because every day that I leave it in there, it's like another two or $300 a day and I have to go get it out today. Um, and if I don't do that, then I can't make rent tomorrow. All these things. So we at all times are privy to and have access to possibilities. And some of them, you know, it doesn't mean that they're all going to be comfortable. A lot of them are going to be uncomfortable. A lot of them are going to be unfamiliar. Some might be unlegal. <laughs> I said, but there's no such word as unlegal, but I, I like that word, unlegal. Actually, we're going to make that a word. That's the new word, unlegal. But when life hits the fan, we yell out plot twist. And, and it's a great reminder that life is as I, I know some of us are in very heavy, dire, disparaging situations. And it's as heavy as it feels, as overwhelming as it feels. We can't take it too seriously. We also we have to be reminded how ridiculous it is and how the universe exists on chaos and entropy. Chaos meaning anything can happen at any time. A meteor could hit Earth at any time, which is it's already done, and it continues to do. We've just been lucky enough to where the uh, that the stratosphere or whatever around the Earth is it burns it up, and so by the time it hits Earth, it's all dust. It's been pulverized. That's the beauty. So at all times, think about that. The universe is protecting us. Not at all times because we've got a couple of holes up in the ozone layer. I don't know if they're still there, to be honest. But when life hits the fan, yell, plot twist. Plot twist. And then you go, okay, all right, we're in the movie now. We're in the matrix. What are my possibilities? And then what are my capabilities? And then we can get to work. But take that moment to acknowledge what a bummer it is, right? It sucks. It's painful. It hurts. It, it, it's like uh, sometimes it can feel like a kick to the chest, a chop to the throat. Like, like the world just caved in on top of you, or just like the earth fell out from beneath your feet. If you're struggling with uncovering those ORs, ORs, or OARs, reach out for help. 
you can go to my website, thrivewithleo.com, thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching. And you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo. Get that 10% off. Either one. Whatever works for you. Either one. Call a friend. Call an enemy. Call 1-800-CUSTOMER-SERVICE. Call somebody. But it, it starts with you. It starts with us. And it, it doesn't end there because uh, although, although it starts with you, then we start to build a little team. We find like a right hand, a co-pilot. And then we build a tribe and an army. I was like, all right, you know, are we building up some momentum here? And now you have people feeding you your ORs and your and giving you OARs. How beautiful is that? So, you know, join a group, go, go to 12 steps, uh, join, start a book, go in a book club, a motorcycle, whatever. Join a gym. Partner up with someone. And, you know, I, I've shared this before is, I, you know, everybody's situation tuning in, I, they're, it's going to require some creativity. It's going to require creativity on your part to figure out how to get through some parts of your life. There's just some things that you're not, we're not going to find in a book or in a podcast or even a, 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 a doctor, we're, we're really going to have to get quiet and get creative to figure out how to connect some of the dots. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Uh, let's get to tomorrow together. Peace.